0: hey guys thank you for tuning in to this edition of the once bitten podcast and welcoming back to the show is knut swanholm a firm favorite of the show and many of the bitcoiners out there this one i did for the 21 ism guys knut was featured as one of the writers for last month's edition and i am of course releasing this interview on the once bitten podcast as well And it just happens to be part of the wall of content. So I hope you enjoy this one. Go reach out to Knut anytime. He's such a great character to have in the space. Before we do the episode, don't forget, if you want to start stacking your sats, there's three services you can use that help support this show. In the UK, that's coinfloor.co.uk forward slash bitten. In the US, that is swanbitcoin.com forward slash bitten. Across Europe, it's Relay, R-E-L-A-I, dot C-H forward slash, Bitten. And once you've started stacking with these or other companies, or if you've already got a stack and you're looking to take control of it, get it off the exchanges, take it off the apps, you want a hardware wallet, you can find one at shiftcrypto.ch, forward slash, Bitten. Choose the Bitbox O2 Bitcoin Only Edition the only one you're ever gonna need bitcoin only companies bitcoin only hardware wallet cut through the noise this interview was a pleasure to do for canute and again i want to make sure everybody gets across to 21ism.com go check out their brilliant website and everything that they are doing take care i hope you enjoy this episode thanks for listening I'm going to introduce the show, okay? Do you okay. want to introduce it or should I? No, oh, you can
1: introduce okay. it. I'm not, not good at it yet.
0: Okay. Hey guys, welcoming Knut Svonholm and this is another episode I've put together for the 21ism guys, the Britcoiners over at 21ism that are doing a great job with their with their website and their project. Canute is one of the featured writers for this month, and we are going to delve into that piece. So, Canute, thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you, Daniel. Uh, good to see you again. It's been a while.
0: As, as always, brother, uh, yeah. we will release this on the Once Bitten pod as well. And that will be the third episode that you and I have done on that after going through both of your books in the past. Uh, <laughs> sovereignty through mathematics and independence reimagined. We get the shill in early, nice and early.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, your your video's stuck now, Daniel. Let's see. Oh, there you go. There we go. Yeah, okay, we're you're back. back. Yeah, you're back. Okay, cool. But the the connection seems a bit. It's a bit laggy. Maybe it's the Zencaster thing here.
0: Well, the will probably capture audio nice. Uh, Enough. So we will um, we will push on regardless. And yeah, uh, that, trust in Zencaster.
2: That ruined the intro, but <laughs> what the hell?
0: <laughs> Never mind. Uh, I probably won't even cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> the plebs, the plebs like the the, the natural touch, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uncensored. No. Of course, we have yeah, uncensored, uncut.
1: You know what I realized, Daddy? Yeah. That you finally pronounced. Canute's last name?
0: Sponhole. I always, I always managed to pronounce it no problem. It was you that couldn't.
1: It's not true. <laughs> it's the first time you're like, how do I pronounce your name? And I got it first time, maybe second time, but anyways.
0: Can you just ask your question so Canute can get on with this?
1: Wow.
0: This is becoming a real double act. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse not- than a toxic happy hour. Ask the question
2: Uh, (laughs) article but uh, Daniel you've got this all wrong she's the star not you
0: I know I know this is the (laughs) only reason people accept gigs to come on the show is because they want to chat with Lauren
2: yeah
1: anyway it's a question why do you um, keep on writing articles
2: that's a very good question, Lauren. uh Why do I keep on writing articles? Uh, the thing is writing for me is is sort of my creative output these days i I still have a day job and i'm I'm not a hundred percent into bitcoin stuff yet so um so I have a, a a day job that takes a lot of time and I have a family uh, uh which takes a lot of time too, as you know, as you both know. <laughs> and uh uh but but i'm a creative person and i've always created stuff like m- music and uh like making little games and drawing silly little drawings and cartoon like things and uh i i sort of have a need to to create stuff and i i discovered writing after after we uh, we quit our band uh, the last band i was in so, so after that, I needed something to do. So I started writing articles before I started writing books actually. And whenever I get an idea that is good enough to, to put into words, I, I just start writing. And uh, the writing process is, uh, is a strange beast because um, it, it, it's, it's very practical that you can do it from almost anywhere. I mean, I can I can sit in my car and do it, like by talking to my phone or <laughs> texting my phone, and uh, I can do it from practically anywhere. And even when I'm not actually typing things on a keyboard or on the phone, I'm still writing in a way because I'm getting the ideas and I can think about an article days ahead of when I uh, before I actually put it into words. So uh, writing is sort of therapeutic to me, if you know what that means. It's, uh, it's a way to relax a brain that is uh, doing too much already anyways.
0: <laughs> so there you go. Good, good question and good answer. Do you have any follow up questions to, to that response? No. No? Okay.
1: I think you write more than me. I rarely write. Well, I kind of do write, but not as much as you.
0: <laughs> should she write more, Canute?
2: If she wants to. If you want to, Lauren, you, you should do whatever you, whatever makes you happy. But being creative is, is like training. It's like exercising a muscle Uh If you write much you get better at writing if you draw much you get better at drawing if you do maths a lot you get better at that as simple as that just do what you like and do it a lot good advice yeah
0: okay would you want to say good night
1: yeah okay (laughs) okay good night not
2: really right (laughs) thank you for the thank you for this uh, question lauren always nice to see you good night
1: Nice to see you
2: too. Good night. Bye. Bye.
0: Thanks, Knut. And uh, yeah, great to great to have you back on and uh, and get the chance to do this for for Twenty One Ism and delve into this this piece that you've written for them. Uh, the 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 it Crisis has <laughs> uh, got a nice ring to it.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. As usual, what? I had some other working title, but. Uh... That sort of that sort of uh, framed it in a nice way, a <laughs> title
0: yeah. what what were you before we get into it what, what were you trying to to address when you know what was going through your mind and uh, leading up to this this particular piece
2: oh that's a good question <laughs> uh, <laughs> i I have a hard time keeping track of. What's in what article when I when I write multiple articles at 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 the same time, but I'll um, I'll try to remember what's in this one. I think it was the uh, the, uh, uh, the the capital riots in in Washington that triggered the entire thing and how people yeah in the the different interpretations of that and uh, like how uh, it, it's sort of a, how uh, Central banking and the fiat monetary system is the elephant in the room that everyone except Bitcoiners seems to miss. Uh, and it's the root cause of all the other problems we have. And the reason that Donald Trump was ever president. And the reason that Joe Biden is now. And that Bernie Sanders was even considered. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I mean, there's a very
0: striking line in here, which you've just um, pretty much uh, touched on straight away is uh, through fiat thinking, there's malinvestment everywhere at every level of society. And it's so true. And it's so true as well, that only Bitcoiners really seem to grasp that fact. And it could be down to just like the, the most basic of examples. And just down the road from us, where you know, in, as we go downhill into town, there was a twenty-five thousand euro project to slightly widen one of the roads, and yep. you're like, uh, you know, that, that there's a great big neon sign in the air, as far as I can see, that with a big pink arrow just pointing down at it, with malinvestment just blinkering <laughs> into, the you know, that's what I see, um, and. It's Bitcoin that's taught me that, and studying option economics and, and and that side of that sort of things. But this point you make that it's only the Bitcoiners that that see this. Well, maybe it isn't. Maybe we're being maybe that's too too much of a flagrant thing to say. But
2: what you know, what, what do you think? I think Bitcoiners get it to a. A larger extent than than others. Like I, I'm I'm in this Austrian economics group on on Facebook. I, I hardly even use Facebook, but I'm in that group for some reason. And it seems like they don't really get it either. Uh, they're in that group, <laughs> but they they. It seems like they haven't really read uh, read up on on the Austrian economics stuff. And like like Bitcoiners, they have they already have that from from. A lot of the uh, the Bitcoin literature, including my book, uh, m- my book and, and SAFE's book, and and uh, and and some of the other books as well. I mean, we all sort of touch on it because uh, you, you have to have s- that mindset is almost necessary for for uh, for grasping the idea behind Bitcoin or or why it's why it's such a profound thing.
0: I can yeah. see you're thinking. I can see you're still thinking. <laughs> you, you can, the listeners are thinking. The, the listeners yeah. can't see what I see.
2: <laughs>
0: I was thinking. thinking I w- they're, they're probably thinking, "Why the pause, Princey? Why the pause?" But I, but I can see there's there's another <laughs> nugget. <laughs> yeah.
2: I was I was thinking, is he going to answer? Is he going to ask another <laughs> question or not? <laughs> 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 i got
0: plenty i got plenty <laughs> so then what but like why is it, it it's the fiat mindset right because we've this is all we've ever known right this fiat legacy system and yes
2: yeah. and uh, like the, that wasn't always the case since uh, the the uh Before 1971, the world didn't have a reserve currency that wasn't pegged to gold any longer. (laughs) Like the the dollar was still pegged to gold and and like with the Bretton Woods and everything, like they were all uh, interchangeable at the same rate at all times. Uh, And even that that world uh, is not on sound money. I mean, gold has inflation and uh, uh it does not have a difficulty adjustment algorithm which which is probably the most ingenious part of the entire bitcoin system uh because uh, uh yeah you've heard this on a million pods before but but it's important so so here it goes like when when the price of gold goes up it becomes more profitable to to, uh, to mine more gold so people mine more gold and then the flow of gold in comparison to the stock, uh, uh, is uh, that that proportion is larger? Even though gold has quite a large stock in proportion to the flow in the first place, so the price of gold going up affects the supply of gold, and with for Bitcoin this is not true at all because the a rising price does not result in a greater supply because of the difficulty adjustment algorithm, which like levels that out all. Uh, uh every it's uh, recalibrated every two weeks, and uh, it makes the system like like work like literally like clockwork. You can you can almost even though it's based on a finding a random number, uh, you can always uh, almost set your clocks to it because uh, at least over long periods of time, because it plays out just as planned. Every TikTok next block. Yeah. Now, <clears throat>
0: this one's going to trigger you, and this is where we're going to get into the meat of the uh, of the interview. Uh, and I love it when we go down these rabbit holes. But I, I've pulled up uh, another quote here from your your piece. Uh, all while all the while, uh, personal responsibility is being replaced by state dependency and debt slavery, pandemic relief handouts, and universal basic income policies. These things are not designed to help people. They're designed to keep people reluctant to bite the hand that feeds them. The floor is yours, Mr. Swanholm. Universal I, basic income. Oh, you,
2: you like that one, don't you?
0: Absolutely. <laughs>
2: yeah. The thing with universal basic income, uh, uh, yeah, it does trigger me. Uh, because that's... I... Uh, uh, I, I, I'm saddened by the fact that so few see the f- how flawed even the idea of a ba- universal basic income is. Uh, because if you make everyone in society dependent on the state for their survival, there, uh, like it takes away all the uh, incentives, uh, and at the same time, it it uh, puts us all on a leash. It's it's just horrible. Uh, well, I had a discussion with my brother about this today, and there could be um, if we imagine a a citadel based world with smaller nations uh small empires or whatever you may call them, um, you, you could have like say that there's a a, a lord that governs around twenty thousand people or something like that in a small part of Europe and he invents uh, a robotic farm that can, that can provide food for all uh, in that case, giving, giving out free food to everyone in that jurisdiction could be a good idea because he wouldn't have to worry about pitchforks and torches as much as if, as if he would have taken everything for himself. But this is, this is sort of the the thing with all these things uh, like if the world were uh, <laughs> nations are way too big as they are and uh, like the eu and the us and china that's like that's like mega too big it should be like the the municipalities should should decide for themselves uh it should be. Uh, that's like the smaller the unit, the 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 easier it is to manage. And and like um, Dunbar's number is a, is a favorite number of mine, as as you know. And like you should you shouldn't try to manage uh, governing more people than than you can have in your head at the same time. You should should be able to know something about each and every one if 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 you're in a leadership position of some kind because of course we'll have leaders and followers even in a, in a bitcoin denominated world as well in a post hyper bitcoinization world no doubt about it but i think it will be a lot fairer and it will most of all it will be a lot easier for the little man to break out of whatever system he doesn't like or yeah, harder slavery will be harder to implement
0: so, again, to, to bring us back to universal basic income, could you explain to people why that's just such a, a flawed concept, just giving people money? And um, you, you could probably even tie this into uh, I know uh, another kind of trigger point for you is like minimum wage uh, regulations yeah, yeah, yeah. and things like that. So, and they kind of yeah. go hand in hand
2: yeah yeah like i said i i could believe in uh, handouts to a certain extent if if they were private handouts and just out of altruism from one <laughs> from a uh, someone who wants more safety in his area or whatever yeah, to, but but the 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 flaws of the concept are, like what the biggest flaw is that uh where are you gonna get the money from? Where does money come from? What is money and where does it come from? And most of these UBI schemes, uh, they come from like uh, printing more money, which is basically creating more debt. And this is what happened with the COVID handouts in in the US, for instance. So I I view Trump as a socialist, a a plan economy type guy. he, he's considered to be one of the most, like the most right-wing person you can find on the planet, but he's not. He's not. He's not a libertarian at all. And he, uh, uh, handing out free money has nothing to do with free markets. Uh, trade embargoes to to other countries has nothing to do with free markets. And walls have nothing to do with free markets. I'm not saying that I like Biden. He's uh, like <laughs> like it's it, it's choosing between to a clown and a dead guy. So uh, like it's, uh, uh, and uh, this is just an example. The, I, I don't really care that much for US politics uh, at all, uh, in fact, but but it's a good example of why it doesn't work and how the wor- wordings have have changed. Uh, how we, it's just like in 1984 <laughs> uh, by Orwell, uh, like, uh you call that you call that um, neoliberalism, and there's nothing liberal about it. And you call it uh, right-wing politics, and it's not nothing like right-wing politics was uh, like fifty years ago. Uh, and uh, a social justice warrior is. N- is neither very social, has nothing to do with justice, and is definitely not a warrior. Uh, Like, uh, (laughs) words lose their meanings, and words get hijacked. I mean, take the word racist, for instance, that used to mean uh, someone who uh, put people into boxes uh, because of the color of their skin, and treated people differently because of the color of their skin. And that is still my definition of what a racist is, like someone who judges people uh by the color or of their skin or or by their nationality or by their whatever faith or whatever it might be a group whatever tribe they happen to belong to but but today you you're called a racist if you if you don't box people in by their colors, and if you don't admit that uh, one group is oppressed, or the other is, is privileged, or whatever. So, so. But this question had to do with UBI and not this, right? <laughs> 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 so, uh, 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 it's just my son saying good night here. <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, no problem. Yeah, that's the first thing about UBI that uh, uh, you 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 have to get the money from somewhere, and where where does value come from in an economy? It comes from people doing stuff that other other people want. So so we trade. It's the division of labor, the basic Adam Smith type economics, like one guy becomes an expert in one field and another in another field and they can trade with each other. The, (laughs) the shoemaker can trade with the the swordsmith and we can all get what we want by, uh, by putting our effort in uh, creating things that other people want and doing what we're best at. And uh, that works in a free market economy and it does not work in a planned economy. So uh, uh and it definitely does not work with UBI because if you give people m- money for not doing anything they will they will not do anything and th- there have been studies that say that they do all sorts of creative things like uh, create music or uh, paint or do this and that that doesn't really matter. That's leisure. It's, it's not something productive that someone else has wanted at some point or or like it's, that's really, that's malinvestment. The word you used before, like the the, the malinvestment starts there when people feel entitled to this or that, or, or they feel that they have a right to like a right can never be something that affects another person in my mind. And I think you're born with all the rights Uh, you have. Like if you were born in the middle of the forest and you didn't know anything, that's your rights. You have the right to say what you want and do what you want until someone comes along and stops you from doing it. So uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's the one half of the problem with the UBI. But the, the really dangerous part is that it creates a dependency on the state and it makes the state a lot more powerful because once they have you uh, dependent on on uh, on their handouts, they can simply choose to not give you money if if you don't fall in line and if you choose another way, and then you get North Korea very 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 quickly, I believe, and it's a very dangerous path. And unfortunately, we all seem to be on it uh, all over the world, and it seems to be like the the only solutions politicians really have when it comes to tackling the uh, deflation in the in the technology space that is going on like jobs will be become obsolete uh one by one very quickly uh quicker and quicker year after year now because we're in a uh, uh, technology is still uh, following an exponential path to becoming more and more Advanced and like taking over from us humans at a at a faster and faster rate every year, and we we'll have and no one seems to have a solution to that problem except for bad solutions such as UBI, and I think Bitcoin is the only lifeline we have there, and it's the only that's the, like the only way to to counter this because uh, the the uh, The production costs and the uh, transportation costs of everything in the world are approaching zero. And it's approaching zero faster and faster for every year that passes. So people don't know that uh, all the stuff everywhere and all the, it's not just the apps on your phone and like photos are free now and like emails are free, but, but it's everything else as well because technology touches everything in society. And like uh, a field of crops can produce like 10 times more crops than it could 10 years ago. And because of better fertilizers, better bug spray, better, whatever. (laughs) Uh, So, so, so everything is getting cheaper by the day, but it's not reflected in the prices of things because, because we artificially raise the prices of everything because that's the only way to keep the Keynesian fiat system running. You need an ever-expanding growth every year, uh, uh, so you can look at the pointless statistic of GDP, and you can compare it to other countries and say, "Look at this number; it's uh, it's higher or lower or whatever." <laughs> and uh, uh, I, I believe that Bitcoin is the the only tool we have for for breaking that that destructive wheel
0: certainly is mate it certainly is and uh, that's definitely you know something that we've we've all come to see and and the way i uh try and explain ubi to people as well is you know look at look at what it incentivizes it, it, i mean especially now people don't have many people are you know hundreds of millions of people around the world, they, they can't go to work because of this global lockdown that we're in at the moment. So they've got nowhere to go. They're being given UBI in some countries. So they are incentivized not to work. And even when the lockdown restrictions are going to get lifted, if that, if that UBI carries on, you are now punishing the entrepreneur that is trying to build a business that is now competing with the government for not only minimum wage levels, but for the labour. Because if if you can if you can sit at home and get paid, why are you going to go into work and get paid? Exactly. It is, it's a total mess. Uh, so it's going to stifle disruption because that's what entrepreneurs do. They they see a gap in the market. They see something that needs uh, better technology, or you know, to use a sailor term a product that can become faster, smarter, and, and harder. Um, but they're not going to be able to build that product or that service because they're not going to be able to compete with one, minimum wage laws, and two, people sitting at home getting paid to do nothing. Like It's just this... Yeah, it's... And then like, conspiracists will turn around and or critical thinkers call them whatever you want and say, well, that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to slow down disruptive technology. They're trying to keep people yeah. at home, and they're trying I don't, to make them more that. dependent on the
2: state. I don't believe it's it's that deliberate. Uh, I, I think it's just I plain do, stupidity. Yeah, yeah, to a large extent, but I right. I, I do believe uh, that uh, I know that I I disagree with uh, a lot of other uh, Bitcoiners on this. Uh, uh the level of stupidity in in politics and uh, uh of course it differs from institution to institutions and we all have our our own ways of of uh tackling the world and uh i i know uh, a, a guy who works for uh like with uh, economic crimes <laughs> and who, who worked with that for a long time who's who's quite clever and uh Uh, And uh, a libertarian at heart, but still chooses to work for, or he did, but not now, but he still, he chose to work for the state for a long time. And I had no moral issues with that. So, and of course, uh, most people uh, look to their own survival first and like getting a good life and uh, don't really have, I mean, it took me a long time to realize that I never want to work for uh, for like anything publicly funded ever again. <laughs> and I, I, I don't believe that, uh, I mean, most people I know would have no moral issues with that whatsoever. Most people like the public sector, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I I couldn't work in the public sector any longer. Uh, but why but, do people like they, it?
0: That that's that's the question. Like you know, why, because, why but, do they enjoy that?
2: They've been very good at marketing themselves through propaganda in in different types and forms. I mean, and it, it's all changing now in the uh, in the days of the internet. But I grew up in a country who had uh, which had two uh, state funded television channels and three radio channels and that was it we couldn't even hear like if you wanted to hear a new rock band or pop band or something you had to uh, we we figured out about those in a a magazine that all the parents hated uh called the okay magazine where (laughs) uh, uh where you could see rock stars and pop stars in in funny outfits and you wonder what the i wonder what this guy sounds like and you had Alice Cooper on a on a centerfold there and like oh well, this looks like a scary guy <laughs> maybe i should go to the record store and listen to what the hell his music sounds like and that's how we that's how we discovered stuff and it seems like an alien world now when thinking back uh, thinking back on it i mean the the uk was a lot freer of course but still uh, also very what what you could the media you could that was available was very limited and and it still is to a large extent i mean uh, all the major newspapers and all the major television channels and everything they have the same owners and the journalists uh, in general are uh, at least here and i think everywhere else as well they're leaning towards uh, le- towards the left um, and uh, it has created a climate where everyone calls everyone out and calls everything fake news on all on all sides. and uh, uh, it's a strange landscape we live in when now between between the old world and the hyper bitcoinized internet world. I mean we're still so early even in the in in terms of the internet, where so we haven't seen a fraction of what this thing can do yet we tend to forget that and think that things are static, but they're not. Not at all, uh, and I believe more things yeah. will more things will change during twenty twenty one than what changed during twenty twenty. And think about the number of Zoom calls and team meetings and whatever you have now compared to pre COVID. Uh, it's a it's a huge change. Of course, it existed before twenty twenty, but you didn't do it every day. Not me, at least. <laughs>
0: No, yeah, I'm doing several a day, and uh, you know, not, not not always just podcasts either. Uh, no. so it's um, it is a big change, and we are so early. You know, it yeah. is a, a big meme in the space, but we are so early. And cheers, and uh, it's uh, <laughs> the one one of the nicest sounds in the world. Cheers, um, cheers, mate, and. It, we are so early in Bitcoin, yes, but we are so early as well in the internet. Like you said, yeah. people don't realize when we don't even think about it because our brains just aren't geared in that way. But like the, the internet's not really, I mean, it gathered gathered real speed and momentum, you know, 99, 2000 when we had uh, the stock bubble and, and whatever else. But even then at that point, not, not everybody was using email even day-to-day probably. No. Uh, you know, that was um, uh, in the advent of, of of the smartphone and whatever else that didn't even come along until
2: 2007, but we're still so early in their capabilities. Oh, was we- it 2007? That's, that's like, I, I remember mm. smartphones being everywhere almost instantly, but mm. I can't put my f- finger on when it happened or how quickly that happened, but it just happened, it it, it was a very short process. And the thing is like uh, Moore's law, I think it's every 18 months that uh, everything doubles in capacity. So we're in an exponential thing when it comes to the, almost everything. So so like 18 months from now, uh, we will have accomplished as, as much technological improvement as uh, all the years before that. <laughs> Or, or at least since the computer was invented, and that's like mind-boggling. Uh, it's hard, very hard to grasp.
0: It's impossible to to, to, to grasp yeah. that. That that's that's crazy. Yeah,
2: and... I, I have that quote in I think in both books. But like like the 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 biggest flaw of the human mind is is, is its inability to understand the exponential function, and I mm-hmm. really believe it's true. And uh, yeah, and uh, Bitcoin sort of proves that thesis because no one believes their eyes when they see what the price does every, I mean, it's like Moore's law, but for a 10x in price every 18 months, <laughs> like, it's, it's weird. Yeah, for sure, man.
0: Well, before we get on to Bitcoin price and, and high time preference questions, uh, let's, uh, let's hit you with another one of your lines. The hardest pill to swallow in all this is the slow realization that democracy doesn't work
2: yeah and that's that's a that's kind of a dep- depressing one to a lot of people i think to me it's certainly i like i the um, the biggest flaw with a uh, hereditary rule type system like a, a monarchy or feudalism or whatever you call it uh, is like that when when you get a really bad leader there's no way to get rid of him uh until he dies so you if you get tywin lannister you're uh, you're fucked for that generation right <laughs> uh or 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 maybe the kid lannister whatever he was called uh, the evil king there you remember that back when yeah. game of thrones was still good <laughs> no one talks of game of thrones anymore uh, anyway <laughs> uh and the 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 good thing about democracy is that you can, if you don't like someone, you can just uh, four years go by, and then there's another fool there. But the 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 bad thing about that is that no one is thinking long term any longer. No one thinks across generations. No one builds cathedrals anymore, or thinks things like that that are meant to. Not that a cathedral is very useful for anything, but uh, but uh, it, at least it's 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 long term thinking uh put it in its place in the uh, put it there in the first place so uh, and i think we lack a lot of that nowadays so you you're right though this is the
0: the, the hardest pill to swallow it's perfect yeah people uh, you, you know that peop if you tell people democracy doesn't work you're gonna you're just gonna be Stoned yeah. to death, pretty much. Yeah, but <laughs> like, what, what,
2: what I'm aiming at in the article is 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 more like it has nothing to do with monarchies or anything. It has to do with uh, in a in a uh, fiat monetary system where 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 the national debt and the uh, the, the total debt across society has to go up uh, at all times because it's the only way to to uh, to solve problems that we have. It's the only tool for solving problems we have. In, in that type of society, democracy can't work in the long run uh, because of this fiat mindset that everyone has and the, the short-term thinking and the short-term thinking of the voter as well as the politician. I mean, uh, w- we will never get... Uh, and it gets more and more short term the 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 further away we get from the gold standard, right? So the more debt based the system is, the the stupider the population gets, and the stupider the uh, politicians get, and we we get we get what we have now basically everywhere, which which is a shit show. Uh, I mean, yeah, there are less wars than before, but. Uh... <laughs> might be because they took all our guns, <laughs> <Just> to say <laughs> right. something, uh, uh, another unpopular thing in Europe. But uh, 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 there's, there's a connection between all these things, and that's what I'm trying to say in the article, I guess.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. And then you, you go on, and um, the only options left seem to be American crony capitalism or Chinese totalitarianism. So yeah. uh <laughs> like right that that is that does seem to be what what people think is is that binary. And if it's a binary choice, what are you gonna choose there?
2: Um, you know, yeah, and, and those two are basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh Chinese totalitarianism, uh, uh, totalitarianism and <laughs> American style crony capitalism, they're basically the same thing. Uh the mechanics of them are, are slightly different but but it's both of them are planned economies and you have this uh, what what's the, Jabba the Hutt guy called <laughs> and uh, the Christine Lagarde of the i uh, of the she's in the uh, world economic forum right or the imf which one is it
0: lagarde <laughs> is at uh, european central bank
2: european yeah yeah european central yeah. bank of course and yeah. oh, wh- and the Janet Yellen is from the uh Yeah the, uh, the X Fed. <laughs> yeah. And uh she's now the uh, for the SEC or what? I, I don't oh, remember. I don't even yeah. remember the abbreviations. I think that, uh, mm-hmm. they're all a bunch of final bosses in some computer game. <laughs> yes. Uh and what's the job of the hot guy for? <laughs> you know him? Uh, uh,
0: what the the the, um, the guy that's just come out recently talking about um, central bank digital currencies?
2: Yeah, yeah, well, I'll have to look it up. Ah, doesn't matter. Uh, where was I? Lost my lost my thought thread. Just uh, well, we were talking about Chinese
0: total yeah. totalitarianism or American crony capitalism yeah. being like uh, what people think are the only two choices in, in you know in front of them.
2: In a lot of ways, the Chinese seem a lot smarter. Uh, like that, that type of government seems scarier because it's, it seems more clever. <laughs> like they, they, they actually have a plan for how how to plan the economy. <laughs> uh, but it's it's scary all over. <laughs> I mean, uh, and. Uh, I know that uh, Orwell's 1984 is such a cliched uh reference to make uh like everyone references 1984 and, uh, uh, everywhere all the time. It was even banned on Twitter the hashtag I believe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> that's why all Bitcoiners are migrating now but uh anyway, um I still have my hopes up for Twitter. Uh, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll still stick around there, uh, but use other things in parallel. Uh, but uh, but, 1984 was such a brilliant book, and it got so many things right. I mean, the, the police force was called the Ministry of Love. How brilliant is that? It's exactly what's happening now. Like... Uh, <laughs> Social justice warrior, ministry of love. <laughs> is, a, is there a connection there? Some like <laughs> and and uh, not even on, on only on that side of the aisle. I mean, this article. I, I think I can get a lot of shit for it because I get more political than I usually do, and like name names and and uh, use a lot of words uh, like chronic capitalism and Chinese uh, totalitarianism, but. That's not really the point of the article. I'm saying, like, whatever system we live under, in uh, when we have central banking behind it all, will always be corrupt, and it will always, it will always create an elite uh, ruling class and a very large cattle class, uh, puppet class, or whatever, useless class, whatever they call it. So, I mean,
0: hashtag Bitcoin fixes this. Obviously, that's that's yeah. easy easy segue um, for for those people that might be listening that that are, are new to to your writing and to your work, or even new to Bitcoin. How does Bitcoin fix all of this?
2: Yeah, uh, it's easier than people think, because. Bitcoin is a a, a personal thing, uh, like money is supposed to be personal. It's a, it's, you're supposed to own them and not get them diluted by a third party. That's the that's the whole point of the invention. So instead of thinking macro and thinking how does Bitcoin fix the milk crisis in Algeria, whatever whatever crisis you can conjure up, uh, <laughs> you should think of it like. Does Bitcoin fix this problem for me? And uh, yeah, if you hold on to it long enough, it certainly fixes all your problems because you get wealthier and you can buy yourself out. And it's that easy. Uh, it's the number go up technology that fixes every personal problem for every person that has Bitcoin. If they can just manage to stay patient, uh, it will fix all things. Just sit there, hold, hold, hold your own keys, be patient think long-term and it will fix stuff. And th- th- this is the thing, the personal level has to come first. It, it has to come from the individual. You can't fix these issues top down. That's what I believe. You can't fix global warming, for instance, top down. And that's that, That's what's so depressing about it. It doesn't matter how much Greta Thunberg yells at politicians, they will never agree on on these issues and and uh, be able to manage this on a top-down from a top-down perspective Uh, that thought is just scary it will fail and simultaneously turn us into even more slave-like minions for them uh, at the same time and uh, i don't like it at all we solve global warming by consuming less frivolous bullshit and we do that by adopting sound money and making sounder investments
0: and making products that last for a much longer time than they currently. Yeah,
2: exactly. And, uh, we don't fill up the aisles of every supermarket with 10 times more fresh vegetables than we need to, uh, we need to throw away uh, the day after and stuff like that. All the, uh, the system, as it is, it incentivizes us to 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 be uh, reckless in, in our in uh, every aspect of society. Uh, every layer of society has the same problem when it comes to this. And it has to start with the individual. That's that's sort of the point.
0: Which brings us all the way back to where we started: malinvestment. And. Yeah. We think about malinvestment from, and it's easy to point fingers, like I was pointing fingers at the the stupid road widening project that cost 25,000 euros at the the township's money. uh, And no one seemed to be questioning it. Like, you know, what what the hell? But then you see the same level of malinvestment when you walk into just doing your supermarket shopping and you you look at what other people are putting in their, their, their shopping carts. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, like you, you walk across the car park and you see, you know, somebody walking out of the electric store with like the, the newest, latest, biggest flat screen TV like, or, or whatever else it is. And you just like, or the queue around the, the block for the McDonald's drive through or the guy yeah, yeah. buying a $7 cup of Starbucks yeah. coffee, which by the way is warm milk. With, yeah uh... yeah.
2: But then again, uh Daniel, if we were approaching this from a uh, this is a societal problem that all this we see all this malinvestment and we have to do something about it. That's it, it, if we approach it from that angle, we're just as evil as the politicians because that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to force what's uh, what's malinvested or not onto like to 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 tell other people what to do in that sense, mm-hmm. uh, and what what they what their needs are I, I mean all our incentives are screwed if you have a higher tax on one good than on another and a third good is forbidden then then you don't really the, the people's people's value system is wrong and you see this everywhere I mean I work in on uh, <laughs> an, an offshore uh, shipping company for like uh, we have vessels uh, uh taking technicians to to wind turbines and the whole the whole wind turbine industry is i mean it's in a way good that they uh, it, it evolves and they come up with new ideas and and but if we really want to solve an energy problem we should we should let the market handle it because it's much better at it than uh than than what we do now i, I mean it's uh and history has proven this time and time again. I mean, what, what happened at Chernobyl, for instance? Why, why, did, why was there such a big disaster? It's because the, the entire thing was too big and it was, it was top down. Uh, the Soviet Union was a, a huge facade at every level. Did you see the uh, the, the miniseries about it? Not yet. It's it's really it's really good, and you should watch it. But it's uh, a lot about the fragility of the of the Soviet system, and like how how everyone was playing the same game. Like the this is like that that meme with the dog sitting in hell and saying this is fine, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and that's sort of like like I I often say that I I. Uh, the reason I, I started writing about Bitcoin was like, this is the second time in my life that I've seen something uh, and I can clearly see that how this will change the world. And the the, the last time I felt like that was in the beginning, like 95, 96 in the beginning of the internet. And it felt like maybe this, is, maybe this is constructed in my brain afterwards, but this is how I romanticize about uh, reflecting on the world back then. But, <laughs> but uh I didn't do anything about it. I didn't become an internet pioneer or whatever, even though I, uh, I had some ideas and I could have gotten into that and I could have been the internet guy instead of having the other career that I did. So, but, but this time I, I thought that like I had to hop onto this train because this is this is an entirely different thing and it's as big as the internet or even bigger, and uh, so that was a motivating factor where did that tie into chernobyl again i lost my train and thought again i'm sorry i tend to do that no, a lot that's fine <laughs> <laughs> chernobyl
0: you were talking about there was, it was just uh you know a facade too yeah. yeah yeah too big and, to fail uh...
2: and it <laughs> failed spectacularly <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and like and that's that's everywhere now i like yeah that's the connection i see similarities to pre just before the fall of the Soviet Union and what's happening now, because I'm not sure that the, that the U S exists as a nation in 10 years, 10 years from now. Are you, what, what would you, what would you think would last, uh, like what, what will fall first? Because nothing, none of these things are permanent Like So like the UK, the U S and the EU, which has the most long longevity of the, of those three, do you think? And are we think are we are we talking decades or centuries or millennia? How long will it survive? It's it's a very interesting question.
0: And I think what's going on in the states right now is very it can't be ignored that there are certain states that are making a lot about Bit, a lot of noise about Bitcoin and possibly moving their their, um, their state treasury to a, a Bitcoin standard. Yeah. Um, Wyoming and Miami. Now, uh, 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 the uh, game theory tech, there techs, is...
2: Texas to some extent, right? Right, okay. Yes. Or that, um, at least that's a big Bitcoin or hub. <laughs> yeah, huge. And a tech um, hub, yeah. So
0: there's three states that are making a lot of noise, right? So at what point do one of these states either just break away or try to break away completely and um, just go self sovereign. Yeah. And this comes back to what you were saying earlier about like, let the municipalities look after themselves. Obviously state is, a, you know, a, a US way state too big is far it? bigger. Yeah. It's still big, still yeah. way, way too big, Yeah, but a lot smaller than, than what we have right now. Uh, what's going on in Europe? We've had uh, the UK exiting the EU. Um People think that's going to start uh, a little bit of a, uh, a domino effect and some, some other countries might, might try and leave as well to take back some of their own control. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All eyes are very much on how does the UK fare over the next 6 to 18 months? Yeah. Many European countries are going to be watching very, very closely. And in the US, many, many states... Individual states are going to be watching those other three states that we just mentioned very, very closely. The same as yeah, yeah. companies, uh, public companies, publicly listed or private companies, are watching microstrategy very, very closely. And you know if all of a sudden 10 to 15 extra companies announced in Q1 that they are moving their treasury to a Bitcoin standard, the, the yeah, game yeah. theory is so amazing. It yeah, the, just so the, amazing.
2: Too. The the prisoner's dilemma uh, uh, type game has has already started when it comes to corporations. Mm-hmm. Uh, nation states will lag behind a bit there, I think. Mm-hmm. Even though, uh, yeah, some believe that they already started mining, and maybe they have, maybe they haven't. I, I don't really know, and it's it's hard to tell. It's it's hard to tell what's going on where. Uh, and there, there, of course, there are uh, a lot of a lot of uh, institutions that can still leapfrog us, uh, uh, and uh, yeah. So it's still early, and we, as as individuals, we we still have a chance at uh, at self sovereignty. We we have quite a good chance at self self sovereignty. If you can get to one Bitcoin, you're probably settled for the rest of your life and five generations ahead. <laughs> yes, for sure. Uh, and I would say even if you get to 0.1 or even 0.0, 0.01, uh, like it, it never ends. The NGU uh, U technology doesn't stop. There's no, no there's no ceiling. And there's, uh... yeah, you saw my uh, <laughs> the video I made with Guy and uh, Ionia, right? Yeah. Uh, did you see all three of them? We made three so far. Uh, the last one was called "Bitcoin's adoption curve will not be S-shaped," <laughs> or uh, but rather J-shaped.
0: <laughs> yes, I have seen that. One. Yes. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, it's about how while adoption person to person might be S-shaped, uh, that doesn't mean that the price will follow that curve. The price that the there's there's always more money to pour into Bitcoin, and mm-hmm. after all the money in the world is in Bitcoin, we have a global, fun- hopefully functioning, uh, uh, free market economy, which will uh, make um, malinvestments rarer and uh, everything better, and everything, everything will progress even even faster after that. So, so I believe that this. Uh, we have some strange times ahead and uh, looking forward to the ride. And uh, yeah, looking forward to Michael's party if I'm invited. <laughs> I, I hear you have VIP passes and backstage passes and stuff like that.
0: I I, 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 I can't imagine. Could you imagine uh, a, a Bitcoin maxi party allowing anything like a VIP lounge? Like, there's no way in the world that would be, (laughs) you know, we're all plebs at the end of the day. Yeah, we we
2: all have hidden eyepiece.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And, you know, it would be, I think, uh, remiss of us to talk about what's going on in the markets right now, because we are recording on the day where some horrendous market manipulation is going on in the stock market. And yesterday, we had uh, the, the, the GameStop.
2: Yeah, the GameStop. Um, <laughs> the GameStop. The GameStop. The and everybody <laughs>
0: watched as yes. that stock. And that stock went sky high, and a hedge fund was rolled over, uh, held out by some other hedge funds today. And the trading apps that people were using to buy this stock on
2: yeah, have Rob- now Robin come out
0: right? today. Yeah. yeah, Robin Hood and Webull is another one. Yeah. Have come out today and said, "You are only allowed to close out positions on these stocks. You are not allowed to buy." So, what we have and Twitter has responded in the way it should respond, as that is just like you know, what are you doing? Protecting the big guys rather than the small guys. I just hope that, yeah, of course. And this is pure market manipulation. To to do something like that is uh, how they're going to be able to get away with that is is just absolutely shocking.
2: Yeah, and but they is, will. People uh, people confuse market manipulation and speculation, which are two t- two very different things. They say, uh, "Oh, the price of Bitcoin—that's just speculation." Well. Everything is speculation. There's no such thing as a non-speculative asset. Value is subjective. And like, uh, I always use the uh, metaphor of the price of milk. Uh, what, what what the price tag says on the shelf in the supermarket is historical data and nothing else. You don't have to buy milk for that price. You can haggle. There's there's no such thing as a fixed price on, on anything. And... Uh, and that's how it's supposed to be. And the, the market man- manipulation it, it, is everywhere because we live under a fiat market system. Everything is corrupt. Everything is everything is upside down. Uh, nothing is true. Just just the thought of a fixed price, or the thought of like prices going. Up rather than down is is a uh, it's fake, uh, <laughs> uh, and that's market ma- manipulation. Market manipulation is everywhere, and just because now now with this, I don't know uh, a, a disclaimer. I don't know uh, enough about the GameStop thing or the Robinhood app or whatever, whatever happened there. I I'm not, and I'm not really interested in it. But I, I think we'll see a lot more volatility in in whatever uh, in the coming years, and it's a it's a result of the regular people being able to to do what has been the privilege of Wall Street brokers before. Am I right? You know more yeah. about this than, than I do. <laughs> You're 100%, 100% uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent right. Yeah. And when, when, when everyone gets uh, access to, to uh, the same type of. uh, To being as manipulative as wall street brokers have always been. uh, You get internet forums and chat rooms and stuff and people who colluding to do Wolf of wall street guys. Uh, But while there may be many wolves on wall street there's still an elephant in the in the in the federal reserve <laughs> <laughs> whatever that means
0: <laughs> i think everybody listening knows exactly what that means <laughs> <laughs> well Knut, is there is there anything else that you wanted to to cover uh before we round this up
2: about the article
0: yeah, but or anything, or anything that's on your mind, you know, I'm sure there's a new article on its way at some point in, in the next month. What, what, what's sitting with you at the moment and uh, you trying to wrap your head around and, and make more sense of?
2: Oh, I had a really good idea for one the other day. I started writing about something here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's one called the, the Working Title is Something Must Be Done About Bitcoin. And it's about Mm -hmm. how how people think that someone could ever do something about Bitcoin, which they can't. (laughs) And uh, how... It'd be a short article. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good (laughs) good luck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So you've got that weighing on your mind right now. Uh, And is that... Have you been triggered to think about that because of this retarded amount of FUD that we've, we've... Faced in the I, last two, I weeks? think
2: it was Christine Lagarde. Uh, her right. comment about the we need a global <laughs> regulatory framework around this, and uh, I'm like, yeah, good luck. It's uh, also, <laughs> it's you about those who wish to control you. It has always been. <laughs> That's all I can say to her. Like, I, uh, we're <laughs> we're the rebels. They're the empire. <laughs> Game on, like. and and there's a the 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 Death Star has a has a floor built in a trench where we can fire our photon cannons into. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Star Wars. You got two Star Wars
0: references in yeah, yeah, I'm it, I too
2: tired for metaphors. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, as as we've been talking, uh, Bitcoin has been going on a nice little pump and is now almost touching thirty three thousand. So yeah, the number go up. Technology will never let us down.
2: No, it won't. Yeah, I I had a I I've been having a sentence on my mind. Mm. Actually, uh, you
0: you inspired me. Um, I tweeted out the other day. Came for number go up. Stayed for number go down. And yeah. And. That was.
2: That's the, really good. Conver- conversations like with you,
0: yeah. Conversations with you, and um, it was Svetsky's came for the money, stayed for the money. Um, that kind yeah. of like you know, yeah. I love that. I love that meme, and it's like you know, and, and Safe put out something about um, you know, don't don't kid yourself. We all came for number go up, and that's ultimately why you know, the, the amount, the, the the huge amount of us that are already here are here. And that's what is going to bring in everybody else behind us, yeah. Um, yeah and, and I just realized that, and talking to you and, and Jeff Booth's ideas as well, uh, you know, you, oh, you hold yeah. this number go up, everything else number go down, and like, it's amazing.
2: Oh, Jeff Jeff Booth resonates with me a lot. Uh, like his stuff, uh, it's uh, I love it. I think it's brilliant. Uh, but there then again there are so many brilliant thinkers in this space and i i really uh, i'm so 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 lucky to be a part of this and to to have these conversations with these guys i mean i'm in several groups of people uh and on different different platforms which like i would never dream of being in the same group as uh, just a couple of years back and i'm uh, getting ideas every day <laughs> like like the sentence, I came up with a sentence, I'm somewhat envious of those unburdened by the shackles of logical consistency. <laughs> uh, that that, that may that trigger an article in itself or maybe just put it somewhere else.
0: Say that one again. That's a mouthful. Say that one again.
2: I, I'm somewhat envious of, uh, I have to admit, I'm somewhat envious of those unburdened by the shackles of logical consistency. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> uh,
0: that, it, yeah, I'm not sure you'll even get that on a
2: t-shirt, but it would be a good t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, maybe I would have to condense it a bit. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. I sometimes wish I'm I sometimes wish my mind wasn't so preoccupied by this this thought. It's like <laughs> When you fall down the rabbit hole, you fall down the rabbit hole. You can't help yourself. You're just stuck there. <laughs> you, you, there's no way out.
0: The meme of walking around and viewing everyone else around you through the eyes of Neo in the Matrix is yeah. crazy. It happens now all the time. Yeah. I, it, all the time and it's like so i know exactly what you mean with, with that sentence
2: yeah that um, road work you were talking about like right uh, yeah you see the matrix right there right
0: <laughs> mm. and just walking around the supermarket and just you know anything any 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 interaction daily uh, and yes. there's so f- so few of them nowadays uh so it's uh, i guess it's even heightened
2: let me tell you an anecdote from today <clears throat> I, I bought these beers. I bought two cases of beer, beers today. Do you um, want to
0: shill them? What, what are you drinking?
2: I'm um, drinking a Czech beer, I believe. Holba. <laughs> right, good. okay. Yeah, it's just a regular lager. Uh, right. But in Sweden, you have to go to something called Systembolag. Do you know about this? It's a, it's mm. a, <laughs> it's a remnant yeah. from our more Stalinistic days. There's still, the state <laughs> has a mono- monopoly on selling alcohol. So we have to okay. go to this gray state institutions called Systembolaget, which is the only places that sell sell alcohol, basically.
0: So you can't get alcohol in a supermarket or yeah, anything no, like
2: that? not even a proper beer. Yeah, uh, 3.5% at maximum. If there's more alcohol in the beer than that, you have to buy them at Systembolaget. And I went to this place, and there's a slightly overweight, bearded, Hipster type guy uh, in one counter. He's the only one there. The uh, very few customers, and he's wearing a mask. And there's one of those uh, plexiglass screens mm-hmm. in front of him, right? And the there, uh, and I'm standing in the line with two other customers. And the first one is quite a young guy uh, with short hair, wearing glasses, and he's like. Oh, can I look at your ID? And he looks at the ID and like it seems like he doesn't recognize the guy. So like, uh uh y- you have a different haircut. Yeah, yeah, I have short hair now. All right, uh, can you take off your glasses? <laughs> and the guy yes. takes off his glasses and then okay, you can buy your box of wine or whatever he was buying. And it's so embarrassing because I know that this this hipster is sitting in the counter, he's been following the orders given by the uh, the lady at the system at school, whatever they teach them there, how to how important it is to check the leg of everyone you see, you you think is under twenty five or whatever. And then there's uh, the the next customer is obviously an alcoholic with the, you know wearing uh, soft pants and uh, uh, sneezing and snoring and like <laughs> uh, standing in line buying a box of wine. He lets him go and then then i come with my two boxes of beer and it, at system then there are some things they they have some very strange rules in order to keep people from becoming alcoholics and the the one is that the, there's no fridge there's no fridge whatsoever so you can't have you can't buy your beer cold you have to go you, you have to go home and put them in your own fridge in order to have cold beer you can't have cold beer at the store that would that would turn the entire country into alcoholics at once <laughs> uh, and the other thing is I mean beer come in boxes right in in crates like a, a box of beer, mm-hmm. but here they cut them open, so there's no lid on them, so they're all wobbly, and you have to like make your own you have to like <laughs> remove some beers from another box and make a lid for yourself in order to just carry the thing because it's too wobbly <laughs> and <laughs> if they have like. Uh, that that plastic thing that holds them together, they, they take that away as well, and it's just for no reason whatsoever. So it's so weird. And they and I have in my two crates of beer, and he asks me to lift the the oh, could you lift the top one, please? So I lift the top one, and he lo- looks over the counter and uh, just to check that I didn't fill the other crates with more expensive beer. <laughs> oh right, I see. <laughs> So and he's in his 20s and I'm obviously uh, at least uh, I, I mean I'm young and I look young and handsome but I I don't look uh, like a guy that would that would put more expensive beer in his I mean what is this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, And it, it and it pisses me off every time and I uh, I've been lucky uh, I haven't bought a lot of alcohol in Sweden at all uh, in my life because I've always been traveling a lot and i've always brought beers from germany and denmark and whatever and i never or, or, and alcohol in general i i never buy alcohol here but uh, when I, when i have to it's it's just a reminder of what a sad sad nation i'm living in it's just <laughs> it's just weird it, <laughs> it's just weird yeah. oh man yeah yeah like, bring
0: on the citadels, yeah and, uh, another say.
2: thing that when they, they, they can't ever uh, they, they don't do discounts they're they're, they're not allowed to yeah. uh, to have beers on discount or wine on discount or whatever they can't discount everything anything so when they have too many beers and for some reason people didn't drink beer that month, they have to throw it all away when when the expiry date hits because they can't put a discount on it just to get rid of it. Madness, malinvestment. Yeah, and it's so wasteful, and like the the <laughs> there are like five companies that get to sell stuff to the system blog because it's corrupt as fuck. So so there there are like five companies. Uh, uh, no one else uh, gets to sell their stuff at system blog. It all goes through this. This uh, this. These, Huge entities that sell to sustainable. Yeah.
0: So you don't see um, the the craft beer movement gaining any traction in uh, in Sweden anytime yeah, soon. Yeah, of
2: course, of course we see that. We have a lot of that, and uh, there there are a lot of craft beer, and they they they've all failed now due to COVID. Of course, they can't sell their beers anymore, but. Uh, but but they also have to go through these five companies in order to get into Sistema luggage. Oh right. Which is uh, it's so screwed up and it's so corrupt and it's so weird. And there's been a movement of uh, like they've been trying to 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 ease this up by allowing um uh, uh people to sell wine at their at their uh Farms and, and like uh, small st- stores out in the countryside where you buy souvenirs and whatever. Uh, uh, but they can't even do that. You can't you can't sell a bottle, bottle of wine on the countryside here, even if you if you if you produce your own wine or like you have your own product. You you can't do anything like that. It all has to go through this institution.
0: And you you're not living in North Korea, just just to double check. I am oh right okay, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that explains it there. well mate I can't let you go I can't let you go without asking if you had one orange pill left to give who would you give it to and why
2: oh I had such a good answer for this <laughs> which I forgot about of course oh who would that be Darth Vader was my last answer right last time you asked me this I, I think I said Darth Vader
0: <laughs> really Mate, I can't remember. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and check.
2: Who would I want to orange pill? This is such a good question. I've been thinking of this a lot because you've asked me two times before. And now, <laughs> now, <laughs> at the moment, I can't think of anyone. But uh, uh, who would that be? Yeah, the, the obvious answer is someone with a lot of influence. But, uh, yeah, who would that be? And we, I said Greta Thunberg once, uh, too, I think. Or, or maybe I, I, think we, we talked about it.
0: Um, we talked about it. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah. threw that
2: back at you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, As an option. Uh, yeah, we got but, into that rabbit hole. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, nah. Nah. <laughs> nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> who, who would I orange spill? Yeah. Ah, this is this is where you're supposed to have the punchline. <laughs> 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 hmm. Who calls the shots? Maybe X- Xi Yao Ping. <laughs> 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 I mean, he could convert one point four billion people, right? <laughs> yep maybe him it's good enough for me man yeah one of the Avengers maybe Captain America (laughs) (laughs) Santa Claus
0: (laughs) now now you're just grasping at straws
2: (laughs) yeah yeah I am sorry
0: (laughs) no problem
2: Get your get get your answer ready and
0: written down for uh, for the next time because uh, we'll be recording again soon and I think we're going to have uh, a show between uh, yourself and Breedlove.
2: Oh, oh yeah 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 we are, uh, we, but we're cool. not. I thought we thought we were doing three in a row right here in the, in the two week period, right?
0: But we're yeah, only doing two
2: now. Uh, Swan so I'm Swan has reshuffled us. Yeah, yeah. So so I'm uh, I'm doing. Two with you and two with Breedlove, I believe.
0: <laughs> oh, man, this is going to um, get very deep. Um, you, you and Breedlove.
2: I, I know who they paired you with as well.
0: Yeah, it's going to be good fun. It's going to be good fun. Uh, you Brady, know uh, Yeah, Brady messaged me last night. So it's... Uh, yeah. it's Looking forward to that Max. one as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, very much so. Well, can we, we'll leave it there for, for this one. Uh, big yep. shout out to 21ism and what they are doing. Um, I'm sure you've been following a lot of their work as well. And yeah. Uh, yeah if you want to give a shout out for those a, guys?
2: Yeah, 21ism, such such a beautiful website and a beautiful community. Uh, I uh, I love it. Uh, of course I do. And I'm honored to be writing for them and uh, to, to have a... To have a written for all of these greats, I mean, I have to shill this one as well, Citadel Twenty One.
0: Of course, uh, brother. I'm,
2: like, I I think I'm, I'm the guy with the most articles in there now, so uh, very proud of that one. Yeah, love Excellent it. Excellent work. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Yep, I'm talking too much. And d- <laughs> <laughs> don't,
0: well, don't forget to shill your, your little um, videos as well, because that's something people should definitely go and check out.
2: Yeah, we made a a, a video called Everything Divided by 21 Million. And that, that came from an article I wrote for Citadel 21 magazine. It turned into a video uh, narrated by G- Guy Swan and animated by Yoni Appleberg. And uh, that, in turn, turned into this limited edition Meme themed T-shirt and uh, hat and hoodie collection. So get your hoodie while you still can, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you've this, gone into fashion. Who'd have it? Uh, uh, yeah, you can't see it here, but it says Knutssonal Limited Edition, the back of my T-shirt. So I'm proud. So where, if, people <laughs> wanna, if people
0: want to, if people want to order themselves a little bit of a little bit of merch, where do yeah. they go?
2: Uh, they go to a site called Bitcoin Movement. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. BTC I believe. If they Google that, so they get to the site, and Google everything divided movement. by twenty-one million. Okay. I'm sure most most have seen the meme now. I believe. <laughs> that, it's a great meme. Uh, it
0: is so awesome, and it's a great video. And, it's a, uh, yeah, I yeah. Love it's it. a
2: it's a worthless equation, but. I, Very good meme.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, thanks so much, Knut. Great to see you again and uh, look forward to doing the next one, man.
2: Yeah, same to you, Daniel.
0: Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to that episode with Knut Sponholm. Knut, brother, thank you again. You've given up so much of your time with the articles you write the books you have written the podcasts you go on I know you love the banter and I know you love spending time with other Bitcoiners but it is still a huge amount of time out of your day and away from your family and on behalf of the community huge thanks for for what you're doing I want to give a huge shill here guys for 21ism if you've not checked out the website please do so it's 21ism.com 21ism.com Com. Follow them on Twitter at 21ism. That's all spelled out. T W E N T Y O N E I S M. 21ism. Go find them on Twitter. It's the brainchild of at hodler than thou, Sir Badminton of Bitcoin, who has been on this show. If you scroll all the way back to the early days of this show, He and I sat down and had a a great conversation. And I'm lucky enough that he lives reasonably close within a couple of hours. So when we're allowed out every now and then by our overlords, we can actually meet up in person, in real life, get some Bitcoin hugs in, discuss ideas, get some insights into new guests or new projects for 21ism. It's just great to have. In real life, Bitcoiners around you from time to time. So, big thank you to what you're doing, man, with this excellent project of yours. And please go check this out. I'm going to sign off now with the usual quick shills for the supporters of the show coinfloor.co.uk forward slash bitten, swanbitcoin.com forward slash bitten, relay.ch forward slash. I think you're catching the vibe here forward slash bitten on any of those companies is going to get you some kind of kickback on commission or free 10 bucks in Swan's case and then you can create your own affiliate links to use with your friends and family take control of your coins if you've got them guys use a bitcoin only hardware wallet bitbox02 bitcoin only edition find it at shiftcrypto.ch forward slash bitten that will get you a five percent discount take control become self-sovereign listen to knut and everybody else that's doing amazing work in this space thank you all for listening i really look forward to the next show guys take care